I didn't think of it. I didn't think of it as a problem. But at that time, it was a thing to do to break up the monotony of of life. Stay good day. Welcome, my friends, to the Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Today we'll hear more from Norman Head, a Cree elder from Shoal Lake, Saskatchewan. We pick up where Norman left off, sharing about his residential school years and the trouble that alcohol brought into his life. My dad was a good provider. I looked forward to receiving uh, some Christmas presents from my dad, my mom and dad, and, and my grandmother. Usually, uh, I got gifts from them to come back home with, back to the residence of school. Anyway, this drinking uh, just kept on going, anyway, abusing uh, alcohol was part of me. But it wasn't a part of me when I came back to residential school because my life was limited over there. I couldn't do those things. When I, when I was about uh, grade 10, uh, you know, I was in high school already. I came to to a point that I was doing everything. I like I liked residential school life. I had a life there. I was in air cadets, and I liked that. Uh, from there on, I, I hardly ever thought of going home because I looked forward to summer camp every year with. Uh, Cadets and meeting other cadets from other provinces, especially the province of Alberta, because that's where we we went for summer camp. Yeah? We went to Penhole, Alberta, and that's where I looked forward to that every summer. I kind of think that uh, that was one of the reasons why I stayed in school, because. Uh, I've seen other students running away, running away from school, from the student residence. But, but me, I got into things that occupied me, uh, to, to, and it sort of took away my my loneliness. Uh, I felt I was, but I was, I still missed reserve life, but not that much. Uh, I saw the world and how it could be, you know. I saw the world the way it was then. I I got into uh, sports too. I liked sports. I liked playing sports, track and field, football, volleyball, and basketball. I I enjoyed those. And and. This is this was my life, and I made friends in the residential school too, friends that I that I could join in with in sports with. Uh, most of my friends uh, came from the Laurens area, Stanley Mason, Laurens, and and uh, all those places up north, and and they spoke Cree. I, I 
when we were alone visiting each other, we spoke Cree and, and, and I kept my language and other people talk about losing their language and, but I didn't. Uh, we, we spoke Cree whenever we, we got together around the playroom, uh, around the sports areas. We, 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 we competed. We, we talked Cree to each other and once in a while people would look at us funny, you know, speaking our own language and, and that's the way, and that's the way we communicated. <laughs> I think it, it helped us in a way, uh, like in football, you have secrets, uh, the plays were secrets and, and we communicated, uh, it, it came in handy, Creek came in handy. Uh, and especially, and, and also in a basketball court, we spoke Spoke uh, both English and Cree, and uh, and we had fun. We really had fun. When I turned grade ten, though, I had a another experience uh, where uh, a person I trusted. My trust was in this person. He was my guidance counselor. And he fumbled with me right in the study hall uh, which which uh which you know broke my trust in 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 the system altogether it just it just I totally lost lost interest because he fumbled with me he he abused me uh, uh, and and I didn't like it. He touched me in places where, where he's not supposed to. And I had my trust in him, and but I didn't. I didn't expect him to be doing that to me. And from there on, you know, I, I, I really didn't like uh, residential school. I, I stuck with it uh, till the end, though. Uh, because at that time, uh, people were, when they were in the high school age, when they were in high school, we can start boarding in, in the city. We can live with, uh, white folks. We, we can have, uh, a landlord and a landlady that took care of us, uh, our, our shelter, our clothes, our, Washing our clothes, our, our feeding us and really boring. We're making a, a life. And, and I kind of, kind of liked my first landlord and landlady because they drank. That's, that was one of the reasons why I liked them too. And I had freedom there too. To, to go as I liked and, and, and this gave me, you know, the, not what I, I experienced in the residential school life. I had my freedom. I, I can come and go as I please. And there was no curfew. I can, I started living, uh, for me, for, 
and I, and I experienced too that uh, that I can start making money. I seem to like that life of of making money. Before I didn't I didn't know what money was, you know. I was brought up uh, depending on on my parents all the time and and my grandmother. I never knew this freedom uh, to earn my own my own money. But anyway, it it came to abuse too. I you know that money was there, and I abused it. I bought. Uh, we were underage. We we talked to people who were old enough to buy liquor for us at that time, and and they were easy to find. So I got into into this this alcohol problem, and and. It's always been alcohol for me, having a good time after a basketball game or winning a game. It was always, uh, from there on, you know, that, that life, it was part of me. It was, again, a part of me. I didn't think of it. I didn't think of it as a problem, but at that time, it, it was a thing to do, to break up the monotony of of life, uh, I guess. When I graduated from high school, I was glad it was over. My school life was over and I was free. And it so happens I got a job back in the reserve as an administrator and and back to the life that I once knew. I abused alcohol. I got married at a young age. I abused my wife. As a matter of fact, uh, my first marriage uh, didn't last. And from there on, uh, from the residence of school experience, uh, I, I was always exposed to, to God, to religion. At that time, it, it was religion to me. And, uh, and uh, that somebody was looking at me. I felt guilty after doing things, um, sinning, uh, I, I I started knowing the word sin from attending different churches. Uh, I knew there was a God, you know, because because you know uh, I thought about Him when I, when I was in deep sorrow, or else when when I was in pretty well hungover and. No place to go, no, nothing to, to look up to, uh, no friends, uh, my, my friends, uh, so-called friends, uh, were drinking, and that's the only way that I can, I can solve my, you know, my problem of being sorry for myself. The guys, 
back home that I parted with, I started seeing them, seeing them die, die off. Even the younger ones, younger than me, have died and, and not knowing the Lord. It, it, it grieves me very much, you know. From then on, I, I really started looking at my life. Everything was always, it was always drinking alcohol. That was my life. Alcohol has brought so much pain and shame to so many people. God tells us in the Bible, wine is a mocker, strong drink a brawler, and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. He also says there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. My friend, God does not lie. Norman was on that way that leads to death. But this is not the end of his story, as we'll hear next time. But what about you? Does alcohol have you bound? God can set you free. Why don't you turn to Him? Put your trust in Jesus Christ to save you. Stay close to Him and He will give you the power to change. Would you like to know more? Visit our website, withoutreservation.com, and click on the tab New Life. Or download the Storyteller radio app and choose Hope. Do you enjoy The Storyteller? Tell us about it. We'd love to hear from you. Our mailing address is The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our email address is storyteller at withoutreservation.com. Or you can message us at 877-766-4648. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There's more to Norman's story, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.